took the lead. Where's a good station? Somebody's heart. Glorious. Glorious. Amen. Guardians of Grace. What's wrong? Welcome to the Guardians of Grace podcast. Relax. You have found the right place. We're here to serve. Join us. Holding to pure grace. Again, relax. Join in with us. Listen on. Be blessed. Fenders of Grace. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land. This is Steve along with my partner, Bill. Hello, everyone. Tonight, we are going to answer the fundamental question that needs to be answered for a grace believer or not, or whether you're going to be a grace believer or not. You've got to answer this one fundamental question, and it's an important question. And the question is, are we under the law or not? Do we have the burden of the Ten Commandments or do we have the burden of the 614 commandments that God gave to the nation of Israel? Do we still have to depend on ourselves to rise to the standard of obedience to these commandments that gives us a right standing with God. Can we lose our right standing with God because we're not obeying these commandments? Is the Christian in the 21st century supposed to have a commandment mentality? Or does the Christian in the 21st century live by what everybody is describing as grace? Do we live by grace in the 21st century or do we live by our will and determination to obey the Ten Commandments? Or what does it mean to live by grace? We don't even know. It's an abstract thought. we got to answer this question, though. I think you're right. Before we answer what does it mean to live under grace, and before we answer why is it, what would happen to us if we're living by the law? Right. And answer the question, what, how much of the law do we have? Do we have to keep part of it? Maybe just the Ten Commandments. All those things can be answered really with one verse. And I kind of had a question for you, though, Steve. Well, yes. What's the new commandment? that they, you said 614, I always heard it was 613. Yeah, that's always been debated, whether it's 613 or 614. (laughs) Either way, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of commandments to to try and live under. I'm just joking with you, but yeah, that 600 and 600 is, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And which one are relevant, especially when you look at the law as there's some of them that would be impossible to even keep at this time. Some of them had to do, I'm getting astray, but some of them have to do with things that aren't even possible to keep now. So we can't keep, we can't keep some of them. Going to Jerusalem for the three festivals, the the airline tickets alone would just kill us. Yes. If we were to keep it. Do you have a verse in mind, Steve, that just gives us a yes or no answer? Yep. I I think the first one we should go to is, is Romans 6. 14 Romans 6:14 and it'll ask answer this one fundamental question are we in the 21st century under 
the Ten Commandment system, self-determination system of living the Christian life, or are we under a grace system, whatever that means? So let, let's look at Romans 6.14. Bill, do you want to read that for us? Yeah, I actually have it off the top of my head. It says that sin shall not be master over you because you are not under the law, but under grace. Doesn't get more blatant than that. Seven or eight words. It says it point blank. That's straight up. That's straight talk. Sin shall not be your master because you are not under law, but under grace. You are not under a law system, but under a grace system. And I know right away, Steve, there's people like me that are play the part of the billy goat and but, 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 but. <laughs> there's a lot of buts there too. Like, But before, <laughs> before we get to some of those buts, and I don't really think we should go to them on this particular podcast, but there are some. But we want you to be mindful that we are aware and we, we will get to them, right? Correct? Yes, you'll have a lot of questions. A, a lot of questions arise just from the one verse that we read that says you are not under the law, but you are under grace. That brings up a million questions in itself. But, correct. Right. Does that mean we can live how we want? And there's answers for all these buts. Yes, there's answers for all these questions tonight. We're just doing one simple question. Are we under law or are we under grace? And the first verse that we looked says at says we are not under the law, but under grace, but under grace. Yes. We might as well go to Romans seven, starting in about verse seven actually says we've been released from the law. We have been released from the law in order to serve in the new way of the spirit. Seven, seven. Let me start off in maybe verse four, Romans seven, verse four. Therefore, my brethren, you were made to die to the law through the body of Christ that you may be joined to another to him who was raised from the dead, that we might bear fruit for God. For while we were in the flesh, the sinful passions aroused. which were aroused by the law were at work in the members of our body to bear fruit for death. But now, having been released from the law, there's our buzzword, released from the law we can bear fruit having that. died to that which we were bound so that we serve in newness of the spirit not in oldness of the letter we serve in newness of the spirit we've been released from the law so that we can live a new way we can live in the newness of the spirit whatever that means we're going to have to look at it. But for now, we're, we're seeing that this is another verse that tells us point blank that we've been released from the law. Not only that, there's our, our Greek word. I think it's pronounced ina. It's, some, it's spelled like henna, H-I-N-N-A. And it means for the purpose of. We've been released from the law for the purpose of bearing fruit for God because... Under the law, we bore fruit for 
death. Death. That crummy feeling of being separated from God that the Bible calls death. So it says you've been released from it for a purpose that you can now do something that you couldn't do when you were under the law. That is bear fruit for God. Not possible under the law. Not possible under the law. So we've been released because that's ultimately what God wants us to do. You remember Jesus saying, abide in me and I'll abide in you. Abide in the vine for apart from the vine, you can bear no fruit. But in the vine, you can bear much fruit. That is what Jesus wanted us to do. That's what he came in, died on the cross to change the covenant into a covenant by which we could actually bear fruit. And we will show you in the future where that covenant was prophesied. And it was prophesied saying that you would bear fruit. We will look at all those things, but for now, we just want to know whether we are under the law or not, whether the new covenant keeps us under the law or not. And this second passage that we went to tells us point blank that we've been released from the law. So let's just review there, Steve. 6.14 says very clearly, you are not under the law, but under grace. So that was one. And then Romans 7, 7 says that you've been released from the law so that you can bear fruit for God, which would be under the new covenant. Kind of giving us a reason why we've been released from the law, because it's all about the fruit. And tune in another time, another podcast, or I could maybe quickly get into it if if we had a few minutes. I don't want to distract from the the purpose of this podcast. Yeah, let's answer this one fundamental question first. Okay, so we've answered it twice. We want to know, and it wasn't us answering it, it was the Bible. The Bible answered it for us twice so far. So two witnesses, something is established. Yes. So we got two. Should we go for three? Yeah, I think we should try Romans 10. Romans 10. Let me just start in Romans 10, maybe verse 3. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So we as Christian believers in this new way of life, this new way that was called grace one time, and the next time it was called the newness of the Spirit, this new way that we live the Christian life, that the law ended for us. It's telling us that Christ was the end of the law for us who believe and believe what? Believe in this new way of living the Christian life, this new way of getting along with the people that we come in contact with, the new way of pleasing our spouses and bosses and the people that we hold dear. The, the Greek word there is teleos, and it literally means the conclusion of an act or purpose. So Christ is the conclusion of the law. It's saying that. So the law has come to a conclusion when Christ died. 
Yes, and we have so much more to say about these subjects, but we can't start until we at least answer this one fundamental question. That's why we're going to devote this podcast to just answering the one question. So, you know, point blank, whether you are under the law or you are under grace, whether you are under the law or you are under the new new way of the spirit. You have to have this uh, resolved, I would say, in your mind, Steve, that you're not under the law. And so right. far we've found three yes. that do it. So let's look at another one. Okay, let's go for four. Yeah, which one would you like to do? Do you want to do the Colossians one? Yeah, you, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like that. Okay. Okay, Colossians chapter 2. Let's start in verse 13. In Colossians 2.13, it says, And when you were dead... In your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive with him, having forgiven all our transgressions, having canceled the certificate of debt consisting of decrees, consisting of those laws, consisting of the decrees against us, which was hostile to us, he has taken it, those decrees, taking the law out of the way. Wow. There's so much there, Steve. There, but oh. it really has got to wait for another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's another. I see stumbling block there. Oh. I see hostility there. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. these things that are associated with the law, which was given by God. Exactly, exactly. But the bottom another line time, is though. it was taken away. All those That's things what were it's taken saying. away. It was taken away. We no longer have that burden, and it is a burden. Literally taken out of the way. That's why Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are heavy laden and weary, and I will give you rest. Because he took this burden that nobody could handle. Nobody could carry that burden. There wasn't a man on the planet who ever did carry that burden, except for Jesus. There wasn't a man on the planet who could carry the weight of the law on their shoulders. So he did what in verse 14? He took, took it, it away. away. So there's also a parallel thought. It doesn't say the word law specifically, but it's talking about the covenant of law versus the covenant of the spirit. And it says that the same thing. He took away the first covenant, which is the law, in order that he might establish you in the new covenant. That's so, true. Maybe we should look at that verse. Okay, we could look at it, or I could paraphrase it maybe. Yeah. I believe it's in Hebrews 8, where it's talking about the old and the new covenant, oh, yeah. and there was oh, a new yeah. covenant I made. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. So the old covenant was the, the law, the, the Mosaic law. law, that we're asking, are we under that? The 614 commandments. Correct. <laughs> 613 plus 1. So he he's saying in the in the book of Hebrews that there is a new covenant and he says there has to be a new covenant because there wouldn't be a new covenant if there was not fault found with the first covenant. He goes on to describe that God did find fault with the first covenant because he found fault with the people. So the problem with the first covenant was 
was with our inability, mankind's inability, to keep the covenant. So he said, I made a new covenant, and it won't be like the first covenant. It won't be like the law, but it'll be a new covenant in a new and living way in a new dynamic, which is another podcast. But he said, by making the one new, he says he's made the old one what, Steve? Obsolete. Obsolete. I think that's the word they use. It's exactly the word they use. No longer, the word obsolete means to be no longer in use, no longer in effect. So it's the same thought that he's made the first one obsolete. And just as a bonus, he said, I will take away the first, which is the law, or the first covenant, which is the law, in order to what? Establish you in the new. That is reason one that you have to see the taking away and that you're not under the law. If you don't see, if we haven't answered that question, Steve, are we under the law or not? We're not going to be able to be established in grace. No, we'll be floundering. So that's why it's so important that we answer this question. Are we under the law? Because if we don't have a good answer for that, the Bible speaking on it <laughs> on these two covenants says if we don't answer that question, are we under the law, then we cannot be established under grace. What do you think? I get your point. And he clearly said here, he made the old covenant obsolete, meaning he took it away. He took it away. He took it away. So therefore, knowing these verses or seeing these verses that say we're not under the law does allow us to be established in the new new covenant because we can begin learning and... And living. Living. That's the word I wanted. Living. We can begin living the new covenant. We can begin living in the new covenant. Which is called a new and living way. Yes. That Paul taught in every church, everywhere he went. Yes. Not an old covenant. He didn't go to everywhere he went, to every church and everywhere he went to reestablish an old covenant. He came to teach a new and living way. And the first thing he taught is that you are no longer under this old, you are no longer under the old covenant or under the law. So can we ask the question one more time? Yes. Is the New Testament Christian under the law? So far, it's been a resounding, no, we are not. So we've got a lot to learn about. We've got to learn the essence of the Christian life now. For, for many of us, once our bubble has been burst and we realize we're not actually under the law, some of us are dazed and confused. We have had the rug pulled out from under our feet because we thought we were supposed to just get up and accept the challenge of trying to be obedient to the commandment mentality. And now we don't know what to do as Christians because it just said we're not under that covenant of being obedient to the Ten Commandment system. So where does that leave us? But it is good news. It is good news. And it leaves us in a good place. It leaves us in a good place. So please don't be fearful. 
you who had that mentality, you who were living by that mentality of the Ten Commandments. Don't be afraid because we'll show you a new and living way to live the Christian life. And don't feel bad because it's only natural to have that that mentality. That's right. That's right. Still being under the law. But under the new way of grace or the new way of living by God's power, you can blossom as a Christian because everybody who was under the on the Ten Commandment treadmill was trying as hard as they can to be the best Christian they could be. Well, and failing. When we teach about grace, we teach about the possibility of blossoming and living the, the life that you always wanted to. It's Please. going to get exciting from this point on, Steve. Ah, uh, yeah. It, Today wasn't fun. Right, right. But it had to be done. It had to be done. We had to burst this one bubble. And we are prepared for any rebuttal that would seem to point us back that we're not under the law. Yes, so, so please email. We're gonna us. get. We're gonna. We're gonna answer those. Yes, please. Email there was one us. that we just purposely didn't do about is a Christian. I thought the law was given to last your whole life. You were under obligation. We're not gonna answer it. It is no, but why is a whole new revelation? It's a whole new Bible study. It it comes with an all new background, and it's cool. It's, and it's all scripturally backed up, and it's going to make sense. Yes. But it's going to take a while to unpack, and it's not part of today's podcast. Yeah. Do you think we've got time for one more example? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's do one more example, and we'll let it go at that, because that pretty much answers the question. We don't want to belabor the point. So here's the last example. It's found in Galatians chapter 3, and I'll start reading in verse 19. No, I'll start reading in verse 21. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? May it never be. For if a law had been given which was able to impart life, then righteousness would indeed have been based on the law. But it it couldn't impart life because man was too weak to do it. He couldn't handle the burden of the law. Mm-hmm. And that's what it says in verse 22. But the scriptures has shut up all men under sin that the promise might be by the faithfulness of Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, before this idea of faith in Jesus Christ came, we were kept in custody under the law, being shut up till the faith which was later to be revealed. Therefore, the law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under the tutor. Which is the law. Which is the law. The law was our tutor, and we are no longer under the law. We are no longer under that tutor. That tutor does not have to teach us 
over and over and over again that, that we, we are sinners, that we are failures at keeping the old covenant and pleasing God in our own human determination. That's what it was teaching us. You remember Romans? For through the law comes the knowledge of uh, sin. sin. Yes. Yes, through the law comes the knowledge of sin. Well, it proved to us that we are sinners that can't help ourselves. We can't win against sin. We never could. In the podcasts that are coming up, we will see all about the sin dynamic and why we couldn't win against sin. But for now, we're, we're showing that the law was meant to teach us something. It taught us that we are sinners and cannot keep the old covenant. And it led us to Jesus Christ in a total state of dependency, knowing that we couldn't do it. We said, God, I've got to depend on you. And the yeah. law became our t tutor to teach us to depend on Jesus to live the Christian life through us, a thought that will come into focus in later podcasts. I amen that, brother. <laughs> it's been well amen then. Yes. Thank you. Dude. I don't want to go back to that law, brother. Brother. Thank you. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. Thank you, Steve. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to that law and again and show that I can't keep it. Thank you for this new and living way. Thank you, brother, for bringing this out. We are not under law, but under grace. The old has been taken away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As one who's tried and failed many, many times, thank you. I don't yes. need to look in that mirror again. As a fellow failure, the yeah. law kicked my butt a thousand times, too. It just pointed out how utterly futile it was for me to try and attempt to keep those commandments. I bet plenty of you out there can relate please. to what we're saying, Lord. So please, in the coming podcasts, allow us to learn more about this thing called the grace system that many of us are, are, are afraid of. We're, we've heard it called like, don't rely on greasy grace. And you're, you're just trying to stay under greasy grace, greasy grace, greasy grace watch out about hyper grace and and we've been scared half to death about the idea of living by grace and we know nothing about it no and we're gonna <laughs> once learn. we do and then we won't need a balance yes yes we don't need to balance it with law we won't balance no. it with law but that's what we plan on doing at here at guardians of grace is learning what the bible says about this new way of life and then you tell us if it doesn't make sense you tell us if it's not worth giving a try and that's why we were so purposely trying to stay focused on just the one question are we under law yes or are we under great are we still under the law and it was tempting it was it was hard to not stray off into different topics about it that are related but today we just wanted to get it and thank you steve we we got it we are not 
under the law, but under grace. Yes, and, and thank you, Bible, for breaking us free from that mentality or that yes. treadmill that so many of us are on. Thank you, Bible, because those were Bible verses that we looked at. We we didn't set you free. Not the mind we, of Steve. It was yeah, definitely not <laughs> the it mind was, of Christ. It was the Bible that told you that you weren't under the law, but under grace. Now it hasn't explained what any of that means. We we, fully we realize that yeah, realize that. But the Bible, just like it explain to you that you weren't under the law but under grace it can explain to you everything you need to know about this new and living way if you'll just give it a chance so what we're saying is just come back for the next five or ten podcasts at least but come back and then when you're tired of coming back just come back some more because the bible not us will teach you fantastic things about a new and living way And with that, we close the podcast asking for God to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you would know him better and give you the eyes of your heart to be enlightened, understanding to be enlightened so that you can have the power with all the other saints to grasp how long and wide and high and deep is this love that surpasses human intellect. We're going to learn all about it, folks. So that you may be filled to the measure it ends with. Filled to the measure with all the fullness of him. Amen, Literally be in control by the love of God. Yes. That's our prayer. And that love that controls us makes us love you guys, man. And we want you to know that we appreciate you turning into Guardians of Grace podcasts. We need you as much as we might think you need us. Thank you. Be blessed. Blessed.